indivisible, indivisible, affirmation and equal rights for all. Affirmation and equal rights for all. Watch your hands. Other news, remember last week we told you a story about how a number of Disney employees walked off the job last week because they felt that Disney did not do enough to oppose a bill that passed in Florida. It's uh, HB House Bill 1557. And what that bill does, because it has been signed by uh, Governor DeSantis, is it prohibits teachers from providing instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity to children between the ages of kindergarten and third grade. So they just don't want uh, teachers talking to kindergartners, first, second, and third graders about sexual orientation or gender identity. So that we knew for sure because that was in public where they walked off the job. But now Chris Rufo, a journalist, posted on Twitter some videos that show pretty much exactly what Disney behind the scenes is thinking. Watch this. Roberts and like the, the, our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda and so like I, I feel like I felt like it was I mean like maybe it was that way in the past but I guess like something must have happened in the last like you, like they're turning it around they're going hard and then all that like momentum that I felt like that sense of I don't have to be afraid to like Let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background. Like I was just wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to like. If you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of it. But like I, I just was like, no one would stop me, and no one was trying to stop me. So it's not at, at all secret agenda anymore because that video, which was apparently um, an all hands meeting about the Florida law. Now, Chris Rufo has posted that on Twitter and everybody's talking about the woke agenda of the world of Disney. Well, God bless you. Welcome to Prophetic Whispers. This is Elias Flores. And what a crazy time we are living in. I apologize for those that were waiting for a weekly and daily um, podcast. I had to take a few few weeks off getting some things done here and, and re, re uh, getting a, a different perspective on certain things. And, and so... Uh, not different in a bad way, but different to where we're getting more informed about things. And this is one of the major issues that we see uh, happening in our nation and happening in our school systems. And if it's happening in our public school systems, uh, you know it's happening in your homes. You know it's happening in your children. And this is a major issue that we are having, especially in the church, uh, especially if you're a Christian, is, is um, entertainment. It's, it's how we entertain ourselves. It's, it's what we've allowed in our homes. And here we have this pedophilia and this idea of grooming. And this has become a, a huge thing. Okay, This has become a huge um, issue um, with Disney and the family. And, and this, this grooming that they're doing through the school systems. And any, any school teacher that's out there in the public school, especially in the liberal states, where the far left has, has captured the academia portion of it. Uh, I'm talking about Los Angeles, California. I'm talking about, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, where these things are happening. Florida, which again, which brought this, uh, which brought this huge, um, uh, issue to the forefront. It actually, it exposed, it exposed, uh, Disney and made Disney speak out on this issue of pedophilia and, um, the grooming of children and what it's all, what this is all about. And what, what is, what is concerning. And the reason I'm doing this is, 
this this podcast on on this area of uh, they will groom your children is because the church has allowed Disney to run rampant in their homes and in their church systems in the sense of oh we have to we have to anim- we have to have animation like Disney or there's some there are some churches that have used Disney uh, to entertain their children uh, to just kind of keep them calm because they can identify with it they just kind of let this stuff happen not knowing what their hidden agenda was and you heard you heard uh, uh, one of the um, one of the uh, uh, top executives for for Disney just come out and say, yeah, that I don't have to hide anymore. I'm out front in the open now and I have a gay agenda and I'm going to put queerness everywhere. And and I also heard other executives from Disney come out and say, we no longer say welcome ladies and gentlemen to Disneyland and boys and girls. Now they say welcome people, welcome persons, welcome. But why? Because they want to get away from the binary choice of man and woman, what God created, the institution of, of the family. They want to get away from that. They want to break all, okay? They want to break all chains um, to our history and to our biblical values. They, they're coming completely after, and, it, and it's, and it's, and it's up in front, okay, it's up in front. They're not hiding it. They don't care anymore. Uh, Disney, listen, Disney, Disney thinks that they uh, they made some political points, but what they really did was they exposed themselves. Now that now that we know for sure what their agenda is, is to attack our children and to and to come come at them through their main vehicles, which is what animation through their movies through their marketing schemes and the church and most Christians don't don't even know they're, they're oblivious to this they they allow their kids to watch all the disney stuff on their platform on all their platforms on their iPads and on you know Dis, you can get disney stuff anywhere okay you can get it on youtube you know you can get it on all these platforms i don't need to get into all that with you so the reason i'm doing this podcast is to get you aware of what's going on with your children and at school and and why they want your children okay this is this is a ninth grade um homework assignment that was was um um was issued to a ninth grader in montana okay now i'm just going to read a few questions to you and then we're going to you know, then then we'll get into more of the, what the podcast is is the meat and potatoes of the biblical worldview. This is the world's worldview. This is what they're trying to do. This is education now. Okay, we we know Disney. Disney is trying to groom and 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 breed confusion into the children like never before. They they have they have. Um, they have their their uh, cartoons where you can't tell boy from girl. They have unisex everything. Why? To breed confusion. Is that a boy? Or is that a girl? Is that, a, is that you know, and they, they'll have two boys kissing and two girls kissing. They'll have all these strange things, okay? Do your research, okay? Do your research on Disney and the pedophilia and the child grooming and the LGBTQ agenda with them, okay? And this is what's crazy, okay? This is what's crazy, about this, okay, the LGBTQ community or na- nationwide, it's it's only six percent. It's only six percent of of the population, okay, even affiliates with the LGBTQ 
Okay? And this is what's funny. This is what's funny about this. 0.006% is transgenderism. Okay? Which, which tells you they're not even critical mass. However, but because they own the airwaves, because they own the media, because the media is the message, whatever message wants to get out, they will put it out. Whatever they want to censor, they want to censor. They will shut you down. And so you have to look at, you have to look at why is this so, why is this so um, big now? Well, it's because the media is behind it. The media is pushing this out. You got a big corporation now. You got you got corporations, you know, Oreo cookie, Nabisco just went woke and they just started promoting the LGBTQ. There's all kinds of uh, what I would say uh, corporations that have embraced the LGBTQ. Why? Why? Well, it's it's all grooming. What they're doing is they're coming after the next generation. You know, they're coming after them with 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 crazy questions uh, such as now this is a homework assignment for a ninth grader, and it says this: define heterosexuality. What do you mean define hetero? That like male or female? That's heterosexual. The definition in itself. But they want to. They want you to question that so that they can start saying, "Well, there's there's other choices." You can you can identify other identifications. Listen to this. How can you tell how can you tell if someone is heterosexual or straight? Opposed to crooked, right? If you're straight, if you're not straight, then you're crooked. This is great. This these are homework assignments. What would you do, Christian parent or student, if they're asking your ch- child this? Don't forget they're your children. They're not their children. They're your children. Okay, watch the see the media seems to portray straights as precarious. Okay, precarious. What do you think? What do you think of straight people? Wait a minute. What are we talking about? What what is the education here? They're not trying to educate. They are grooming the children. They're grooming them. They're having them question that which is real, that which is true, that which is known to be true. They want them to question it. Okay, this is going to be a little bit longer. Um, a little bit longer uh, a podcast because there's a lot of things I haven't even gotten to the biblical stuff. I can't even get out of the 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 foundational issues here. Okay, Disneyland. They, they do. They're, they're, Disneyland is coming after the kids from the crib. They're coming after the kids from the crib. Their executives. Their executives are all groomers. They're all groomers. And and finally. Finally, if you do your research on YouTube and the news, and and you you'll find out that there there are some that uh, of the Disney employees that are speaking out because they know it's wrong. They know this agenda, and they they don't feel free to speak towards it, or they'll get fired. Okay. Watch this. Who assumes the dominant role, and who assumes the the um. The uh, secondary role in straight relationships. In other words, they challenge the norms. Your mother, your father, who's the dominant role? Right? This is crazy. You know, enough. I got a few more. Watch this. When do you choose your sexual orientation? When do you choose your sexual orientation? They're asking these kids this. Why? To question it. Because some may be going through some emotional, but this brings them to a illogical conclusion. Right? Are you offended when a straight person of the other gender 
speaks to you or tries to ask you to date them. What? What? The majority of child molesters are heterosexuals. <laughs> I, I, I can't even. I, I, this is a homework assignment. This is a homework assignment. Parents, pay attention to what they're teaching your school. What they're teaching your children in school. Their homework assignments. What they're asking them. Because the media is behind this. Disneyland. Disneyland is the largest, is the largest um, entertainment network that, that entertains your children. And they are all about the queerness. What is queer? Queer is strange. Okay? Queer is strangeness. They're all about making the strange thing normal. They're all about making that which is that which is unacceptable, that which is an abomination to the Lord. They're making that acceptable. Woe to the nation who calls who calls evil good and good evil. Isaiah 5:20. Okay, look at your Bible. Okay, now we're going to get into a, a little more definition, but that is the that's what has stirred my spirit because I got grandchildren, I got I got sons and daughters, and I got grandchildren, and they are growing up in a they are growing up in a society that has absolutely lost their mind. If I would have come home with that type of homework, and my father would have seen it, which my father is a professor, and my mother would have saw that, they would have, they would have been at the they would have been at the school board immediately. Immediately. There, there would have been no answering those questions. But those that that teacher would be answering to my father. And I don't think that would have went over too well. And if my daughter would have got that stuff, and my son would have brought that stuff to me, that teacher and that principal would be upside down right now. I think I'd, I would be in jail if I had if if I had received that type of stuff like that. So what we are looking at right now, what we are looking at right now is grooming. What we're that that that's going out everywhere. It's everywhere. And churches, you need to understand that Disney is not a place to place your children any longer. They are now exposed. They're no longer saying that we're neutral. Listen, it's a lie. It's a lie if you say that, well, I'm just going to be neutral. You cannot be neutral about anything anymore. This is Disney is not neutral. The LGBTQ community is not neutral anymore. And the church cannot be neutral anymore. We must raise the flag of righteousness, holiness, sanctification, transformation, the blood of Jesus. We must become very offensive. No more neutrality. You just can't say, well, maybe or maybe not. Well, I really don't have an opinion. No, no. Listen, you better get an opinion. You better get a biblical opinion. You better have answers for your for your children and for your grandchildren. I, I'm and I'm telling I'm telling you right now, if you are a Christian, get rid of the Disney network. You are inviting you are inviting perversion. You are inviting dis, disillusionment. You're by you're 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 inviting all the evilness of the LGBTQ push in your own home. In the name of in the name of of babysitting. In the name of entertainment. We have to turn this tide on Disney. Why? Because they are a major LGBTQ arm. The executive, the the CEO, the CEO of Disney uh, came out in a Zoom meeting and sent an email saying that they will do, they will have every effort um, to 
push and support the LGBTQ movement throughout the, the nation and throughout all its movies, all its all its facilities, all its um, all its properties, everything will be LGBTQ because there's room under the rainbow for everybody. Isn't that isn't that isn't that uh, uh, cute? Okay, I was gonna say isn't that queer? But anyway, the enough with my with my lousy humor on that. But listen, we have to get biblical about it. We have to stay. We have to stay in in Genesis chapter one, two, three, four five, six, and seven. You let them get you out of, and God said, and God created man and woman, and God and, and the first family, and you, you get out of there, they'll get you into this imaginary world or reimaginary, reimagining man. Listen, we this is how crazy this 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 uh, this um, culture has gotten. Uh, can you can a man one of um, one of our congresswomen asked asked um uh, one of the uh, one of the cabinet members of the Biden administration uh, can can men have children and he wouldn't answer that. And then they asked they asked our Supreme Court Justice uh, 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 Jackson, "What is a woman?" I I don't know. I can't answer that. Why can't they answer simple questions like that? Because they are denying reality. Because they are far left. They have left the biblical realities. And you know what? And they'll say God and they'll say Jesus and they'll say they say we respect the church but not the teachings of God. Not what God has set up. They will defy the altars in a heartbeat. They will destroy marriage. They they ask them, ask them what's a what's a man, what's a woman? You got all these trans, you know, these trans people now. Okay? That look, they're men and they're women. They're just messed up in their heads. Okay, they're just confused. They got they got sexual dysphoria. Okay, they're 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 messed up. They need transformation. They need Jesus. They need the gospel. They need they need to read First Corinthians chapter six nine through eleven. They need to read that, and we're going to get there in a minute on why the church has been so silent on these things, and why don't we know the key important words that are in the Bible. That are no longer preached, no longer read in the ears of people, because of how do we translate something. So let's let's get into this. Uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll be done with this in another, you know, hopefully, hopefully thirty minutes or so into what my teaching is about. Child grooming. Let's look at child grooming. Let's look at the pedophilia. And and I remember, I remember. Um, in the political realms, where they started talking about pedophilia about four years ago, about about the ch- child trafficking and all that, and you know it's in our face now. That's what it was a conspiracy theory back then. Now it's in our face right now. You have the Hunter Biden, you have the Hunter Biden laptop full of pedophilia, full of all that stuff. Again, the elites. There's again. You can go to Infowars. You can go to you can you can start look all up. It's all there. It's all there. You have to look for it. Okay. But the child grooming, the child traffic. Listen, listen. To what child grooming is? The child grooming refers to an act of deliberately establishing an emotional connection with a child to prepare to prepare that child for child abuse. Child grooming is undertaken usually to carry out sexual abuse and other child exploitations like child trafficking, child prostitution or production of child pornography. Currently, child grooming occurs through the use of the internet. 
through the use of the internet. We began to see how, how whether subliminally, okay, through Disney movies, where they began to confuse the children, the grooming, and they're beginning to change reality into the what we would call the um, virtual world. You know, where it's not real, it's imaginary. They're working with ideas. They're changing ideas. They're changing feelings and emotions. That's how they begin to groom. That's why they're doing this in uh, in school. That's why DeSantis in Florida put this bill up, says, no, you're not going to teach about gender. You're not going to teach this stuff in our children. You're not going to teach us. You're going to teach them how to add. You're going to teach them how to subtract. You're going to teach them how to read. You're going to teach them how to write. But you're not going to teach them how to feel, and you're not going to teach them how to think. Okay? You're not going to teach them how to think or what to think. You're going to teach them how to think. You're going to teach them how to become productive and successful. Okay. Grooming, grooming works with the mind and it works with the emotions. It lays the guards down. It wins the confidence and then it ravishes their lives. Then it overtakes them because they've been groomed to accept or to gain the trust of. And once they gain, look, how many people got to gain the trust of, did, did Disney gain the trust of with that little mouse and, and Minnie and Tinkerbell and, and oh, the happiest place on earth. What, what did they really mean by the happiest place on earth? Now it's the gayest place on earth. Well, listen, I never understand. This is how culturally uh, crazy it's gotten. You have, you have gay days or, or pride days at baseball games. What does that have to do with anything? You know, it's it's a major issue if a if a player or a manly man comes out and says he's he's a homosexual. Oh, that's a big thing in the news. You know, that's that's huge. Why? Because they're grooming society. They're changing feelings. They're changing minds. They're changing emotions. Now, what was normal grooming? This is normal grooming. Preparing a person for a position required skilled behavior. Okay, we're grooming. I groom, you know, when I train my children, when I train athletes, I'm grooming them for a skilled behavior. I'm grooming them for the better. This child grooming is shaping their feelings and their emotions to gain trust in a system that's going to destroy them, in trusting in a person that's going to destroy them, in a lifestyle that's going to destroy them. But proper grooming, Paul groomed Timothy for ministry. Okay, if you're in a mentor, if you're in a mentoring process, if you're in a discipleship process, that is exactly what you're doing. This child grooming is a discipleship program of perversion. When you are biblically grooming people, you are preparing a person for a position. You are building in them the right skills for the right behaviors. Especially providing opportunity and and precise practice and guidance in making right decisions. Listen, that's proper grooming. You're grooming people. Ministers need to be groomed for ministry and pulpit activity. There's a conduct. There's a conduct that's necessary that you have to groom people to do in ministry. They have to know the protocols of what it is to be a man of God. And so what we begin to see here, that this grooming children, this giving your children to the world in the sense to to entertain them, is nothing new. It's nothing new. We begin to see the early marks of, of parents giving their children to society, to an ungodly society. We find this in Leviticus chapter 18, verse 21. Listen to this scripture. I'm giving you the foundation now on 
on how Satan has always come after children, how man has always built idols to destroy children. Okay, listen, and they and you shall not. This is God speaking. This is Leviticus is God speaking again. This is God speaking to to Israel and Moses and the people of God. Okay, he says, and you shall not let any of your descendants pass through the fire of Molech. What was that? They were sacrificing their children in the belly of Molech. Molech was a, Molech was a idol that had a hollowed out belly filled with fire, and they would throw their children in there. They would sacrifice their children in the valley of Molech. Nor shall you profane the name of the Lord your God. I am the Lord. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. This is the LGBTQ community to the T. This is the foundational demon. This is the foundational idol that men build up. That men build up in order to throw their children at it. Okay, the executive. There's an executive. There's an executive in um, um, movie producer, and uh, I forgot her name. You know, but she she says I have a transgendered son, and I have a a a, a pangender child, and we 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 just don't have any voices out there. Listen, that is Moloch. Those are parents that threw their children into this belly of Moloch. This listen. Get rid of Disney. Get rid of this grooming thing. Get, I don't care how cute that mouse is. I don't care what you think of Minnie. I don't care what you think of, of, of Disneyland. It has now been elevated as the as the idol of Moloch. They're throwing your children in there. They're telling you, we're going we're gonna to groom your children. We're going to groom them for perversion. There's two types of groomings. There's two types of discipleships. They're trying to disciple your children. They want to disciple your children. And the church is commanded to disciple nations. The Great Commission. Okay? So, listen. So, when you look at Leviticus um, 18.21, he says, you, he says, it is an abomination. <laughs> listen, it makes God sick. What, what, when, why have we become, you know, because the LGBTQ LBGTQA, you know, A stands for alliances, those that agree with us, those that are aligned with us. Why is the church aligned with this? Okay? He says, it's an abomination of the Lord, nor shall you mate with any animal to defile yourselves, nor shall any woman stand before an animal to mate with it. It is perversion. Who is Moloch? He was the god of the Amorites and the Phoenician gods. And the Phoenician people to whom some of Israel sacrificed their infants in the valley of Hinnom. Listen, it's a real place. It was things that really did happen. And it's the same manifestation to this day. How many people are going to flood that place and throw their children to get perverted? Listen to their language. They changed everything in order to destroy the binary man and woman. Leviticus 20, 21 through 5. Listen. And the Lord said to Moses, again, you shall say to the children of Israel, whoever of the children of Israel or the strangers who dwell in Israel, who gives any of the descendants to Molech. Listen, you better protect your children. You better keep them out of this, this, this perverse grooming. He shall surely be put to death. God holds us responsible for what we do with our children. Our children are an inheritance of the Lord. In other words, God lends them to you. They belong to God. Don't you allow this perversion to infiltrate them. Question their homework. 
Look at everything that they're giving in school. Look at the entertainment that they're putting in. You can't even you can't even look at commercials anymore without seeing uh, uh, Moloch, uh, without seeing this perversion, without seeing confusion. They're trying to normalize it. It's not normal. Less than 6% of all the population in America, 300 million people. 300 million out of 300 million, 6%. That's not even critical mass. Critical mass is 25%. Then you have to make it. But because they keep pushing it out there, pushing it, it makes it seem like it's bigger and bigger and bigger and it's louder. No, it's not. It's not that big. But they're making it big. They're making Moloch big. They're making Moloch look like, like it's bigger than the church. It's not. It's not. Watch this. Because the people of the land shall stone him with stones. I will set my face against the man and will cut him off of his people. Because he has given some of his descendants to Molech. Listen, we're not giving any of our children over to this system. We're not giving our, chil- our children over to this perversion of this world. We will not do that. To defile my sanctuary and profane my holy name. How many churches have given in to this LGBTQ stuff? How many churches? I mean... I mean, to, to, to the critical race theory. How many how many churches have given over to to um, toxic masculinity ideology and all these ideas that are pushed out out of the spirit of Moloch, which has produced the LGBTQ community? How many have done that? How many churches? How many denominations have embraced this? How many have profaned the church? Have profaned the sanctuary? Have profaned that which God called holy? Listen, and if the people of the land should in any way hide their eyes from the man when he gives some of his descendants to Moloch and they do not kill him, then I will set my face against the man and against it. In other words, don't condone this stuff. We need to call this stuff out. We need to, we need as a church, begin to preach the gospel again. We must stand firm. Watch this. And I will cut him off from, from his people and all who prostitute themselves with him to commit harlotry, harlotry with Moloch. So God looks at this as a betrayal to him. Betrayal to him. Don't say you love God and you are pushing this stuff. Don't say you love God and, and you, you are doing this. This is harlotry towards God. You are committing adultery against God. And God says, Moloch, don't you give your children to the spirit of Moloch. Don't give them to them. Don't sacrifice your children. Abortion is another thing. Why do you think they can't? They don't want to call a child. They don't want to say life. Life begins in conception because they have to identify that person, that that heartbeat as a person. As a person, every person has a heartbeat. <laughs> they don't want to do that. They can't say that. They say it's a, it's a bunch of cells or or it. it this abortion. This is Moloch. This is Moloch. The, and, and, the, and the world has a wonderful na- way of trying to change definitions to make it sound better. You know, women's health care rights and, and, and choice. And, and listen, all that stuff is all that stuff is garbage. You're listening to word salads. You're, you're listening to confused people or trying or people trying to groom you to accept murder. We can't do it. We have to start calling it out for what it is. Now's the time to recapture. Disney has exposed itself as one of the biggest pedophilia rings 
in your own home. It's in your own home. This gayness, this confusion, this bisexual, transsexual, all the all these crazy gender. It's all being pushed by Disney, and it's they surface. If you surface, you get harpooned. We are harpooning them. I am harpooning them. Those who listen to my podcast, the I. I I'm committing this to you so that you can start passing this on. That we're not going to put our children in the system of Moloch. We're not going to give them to that perversion. We're not going to give... I don't care if they cry, if the little little mice, that little mouse, you know, it isn't happy and you're not feeding it no more. We're done. We are done with it. We're taking our family back. We're taking our children back. You know what? Solomon, even Solomon, in the greatest, in his height, as being a, a king. 1 Kings 7, uh, 7 through 11. First uh, Kings 11, 7 through 11. Listen to this. Even Solomon, because he married other women, because he got involved with other countries and other cultures, guess what they had? They had, he, Solomon built high places for Moloch, to destroy the family, to destroy, destroy the children. Then Solomon built a high place of Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, the abomination. Why does God continue to call this an abomination of Moab? And on the hill that, that is east of Jerusalem, and for Moloch, the abomination of the people of Ammon. And he did likewise for all his foreign wives who burnt incense and sacrificed to their gods. So the Lord became angry with Solomon. Why did he come angry with Solomon? Because he said he was going to do that in Leviticus. He said that if you built these things, if he said he said if you gave anything to Moloch, I, I will I will cut you off. Why do you think Solomon ended the way he did? Because he went against the word of God. He went against the law of God. He went against that which was an abomination to God. And he thought that God was going to say, well, Solomon, well, you know, the culture, you know. No, he disobeyed God and he paid the consequence. That's why you have Ecclesiastes. That's why you have that book that laments his sin. That's why Ecclesiastes is called the preacher because he's preaching from a perspective that he didn't have before. 2 Kings chapter 23 through 10. Okay. And he defiled Topeth, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, that no man might make his son or daughter pass through the fire of Moloch. Doesn't that, that's 2 Kings 23. That's Josiah. That's King Josiah. Josiah in his rage against, against Moloch, rage against all other gods, all foreign gods, in the cleansing of Israel and Jerusalem again, King Josiah, this eight-year-old king, what he did was he tore everything down and he went after Moloch so that no other family would burn their child and give their child over to this perverse system, this grooming system. 2 Kings 23, uh, 13 and 14. Then the king defiled the high places this is Josiah, that that were east of Jerusalem, which were on the south of the mountain of corrupt, the Mount of Corruption. <laughs> Absolutely. Because this is where all the high kings were. Listen, high places were. Which Solomon, the king of Israel, had built for Asherah. Who was Asherah? She was the queen of prostitution, the queen of gender dysphoria, the queen of all this perversion, the gay movement, the homosexuality. It's 
Asheroth. You see Asheroth all the way into the book of Corinthians where she's called out. And the abomination of the Sidonians. And Chemosh, the abomination of the Moabites. And Milcom, the abomination of the people of Ammon. And he broke into pieces the the sacred pillars and cut down the wooden images and filled their places with the bones of men. Listen. Josiah went right after it. Once he knew, once he read the word of God, once he read the law of God, and that's what you find out in Deuteronomy, that, that it was up to the king, that the king, if you were a king, that you would have to write the word of God and read the word of God so that you will never forget it. That's a powerful thing for those of us that are preachers that don't write anything and don't read anything. We got to read and we got to write so we don't forget If you write the word of God, you won't forget the word of God. Come on. Jeremiah Jeremiah 32, 34, and 35 says this. Jeremiah, now listen. But they set their abominations in the house, which is called by my name, to defile it. And they built the high places of Baal. Again, Baal is another perverse God with the same perversions, with the same issues. With the Jezebel, that's the spirit of Jezebel. Okay, that's produced. That's what produced Jezebel, which are in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to cause the sons and the daughters to pass through the fire of Moloch. See, they're always coming after our children. They're always coming after our children. They're always coming after the vulnerable, the trainable, the teachable. Okay, they're always coming after them. Okay, this abomination. They set it up in the church. Oh, don't be if if you preach against. Gayness. If you preach against homosexuality, if you preach against these these um, these cultural sins, these sins of lust, and you preach against those things, people won't come to church. People don't. People won't like us. You'll be you'll be a bigot and a homophobe and a xenophobe, and they'll call you names. Huh. Watch this. He goes, which I did not command, nor did I come into into my mind that they should do this abomination to cause Judah to sin. We are causing church to sin. We got perverted worship. Judah is worship. We got perverted Judah worship. What does that mean? You got homosexuals in the in the choir. You can go you can go through the black gospel. You can go through the back church. You know James Cleveland. It, these are all known facts that homosexuality ruled, and it rules in all the cultures. It runs in all the cultures. But you will see it. You'll find it mainly in the black community. And so you look at you look at again not just one one race, but it, it's because it's sin. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It. You know, it's you can YouTube and you can you can start seeing all the you can see all the cultures have embraced this uh, the queerness. You know, it's it's just there. So we as a we as a a church and a clergy, we have to we have to step up to biblical expectations. You know, when you look at Asherah, okay, Asherah, this is another God. You have Baal, you have Molech, you have, and these are all manifestations, and you can find them all manifested. In the LGBTQ system, okay, Asheroth was identified as the moon goddess who belonged to the family of gods associated with Baal, the sun god. You find that in Judges 3, 7, and 6, 28. Worship to her included sexual immorality, prostitution, divination, and fortune-telling, okay? As, as a result of the Mosaic Law, Law spoke specifically against this worship, 
Okay, again, prostitution, sexual immorality. Again, you'll find in, in the Gospels, in the, I'm sorry, in the epistles, you will find this word sexual immorality. You'll find that throughout the writings of Peter. James, you'll find that, you'll find that in um, Paul uses sexual immorality. He uses those, those are Old Testament um, uh, statements regarding perversion, regarding in, inappropriate behaviors sexually. Okay, as a as a result, the Mosaic Law spoke specifically against Asherah worship. Deuteronomy sixteen twenty one. Okay, Asherah also also known as Astarte, though there may have been a distinction, was primarily the goddess worship worship by the ancient Canaanites neighboring people, including the Philistines. Again, the Philistines. What is that? The flesh. The Philistines always symbolized the flesh. 1 Samuel 31, verse 10. The Israelites also worshipped Asheroth from as early as time, time immediately following the death of Joshua. So again, once Joshua died, okay, there arose a generation right after him. That's Judges 2, 13. And they right away went into perversion. They right away went into this sexual immorality, prostitution, divination, fortune telling and this is important because first timothy first timothy because again many people many, many christians don't get this okay but paul writes about this type of activity in our culture today where he says now the spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times some will depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils okay giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of dev devils Didaskalia, didaskalia, the teachings of devils, the teachings of devils and demons, the extensions of Satan, Satan's cohorts, Satan's extensions, okay, the extensions of Satan, their teachings, they have teachings, we have the Holy Spirit as our teach, as our teacher and our guide. Well, they have, they have what? They have their demonic teachers. They have their demonic way of influencing people. This is why we must be careful about what we are teaching in our church. Because 1 Timothy 4.1, Paul, Paul warns us that Satan is going to destroy people through false teaching, teachings of demons, teachings of the flesh. Teachings that are away. God, you have to read. You have to read um, uh, first uh, and even second Timothy, especially second Timothy, um, where where Paul warns us about society that was coming. Okay, that they were gonna not be able to stand sound doctrine. Okay, I like Ephesians four seventeen through twenty three when it says this. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord. That you should no longer walk as, as the rest of the Gentiles walk. In the futility of their mind. The mateo of their mind. What is that? The depravity. Okay. The depravity. The transience. Okay. That, what, what do you mean? They're always trying to get ahead. That, that vanity. That vain thinking. The ones that, you know, the, the, the transhumanism. That, that, that God's, that their man's idea is greater than God's idea. No, no, that's futility, okay, of their mind, their neos, no, the nuos, where you get the word neuro from, the mind, how the brain works, how the brain gets wired. 
So the world is trying to wire your brain a certain way. They're trying to wire you. They're trying to groom your mind. That's how you wire. You get groomed in certain things. And having their understanding, their dionia, the deep thought process, how they how they process information, understanding forms understanding. How you imagine things is part of that understanding process. We have to do better than this as a church. We have to come out from the world and be separate. We have to we have to start putting our feet again on the word of God and start saying this is what we stand for. We're not going after after uh, Moloch. We're not going to give our children to Moloch. We're not going to give our children to Asheroth. We're going to come out of Baal worship. We're going to come out of all these ideologies of human humanistic thinking. We're even going to come out of the the world the the the, the crazy world of pharmaceuticals. We're getting out of that also. We're getting into the Word of God. Jesus is our healer. We're getting back to biblical living. We're not going to deal with futility of our mind. We're not going to get into um, depraved thinking. Read Romans chapter 1. I'll do something on Romans later. Get, get, get your mind solid. Get your thinking solid. Where you're feeling correctly. Where you're thinking correctly. Where, where, you're, where, you're, where you're operating at your highest capacity. It's where your mind is sound. The sound, God's not giving you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. When you're in functioning the way you should function. I like what Psalms 127 verse 3 says, Behold, children are a heritage of the Lord. That's why. Listen, God lends you your children. Don't turn them over to Moloch. Don't get God upset at this. The fruit of the womb is a reward. This world, this world, this culture, they don't want you to have babies. We even got this in the church. How many children? Oh, you better educate yourself, honey. Don't don't be a housewife. Don't be a housewife. Don't raise children. Get get a profession. Get an education. Huh? What if they're called to raise family? They need to produce children. We have too many children. We have too many parents that have no children. We have too many Christians that haven't procreated. That haven't multiplied. Haven't given generations. Come on, this is important. The fruit of the womb is a reward. There's a reward in your children. Satan wants to destroy the reward of children. He wants to pervert what God has instituted. Psalms 139.13 For you formed me in my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's wombs. Listen. This is a beautiful part of procreation. Why would you give that to Moloch? Why would you give that to this system? This, this I mean this Disney system that's grooming this world for perversion. I love what, what Proverbs 22, 6 says. He says, train up the child in the way he should go and when he grows old, he won't depart. What's that all about? That's about shaping their appetites. Shanak. Shaping the appetites. Do your own Hebrew word study on that. The Greek, the Hebrew word is Shanak. To train. To fix the appetites of discipline and blessing. That they may know the difference. So they can have the flavors of life. Psalms 101, 3 and 4. I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. I shall not, it shall not cling to me. A preferred heart shall depart from me. I will not know wickedness. Listen, we, by what we put in front of the eyes of our children, we are exposing them to wickedness. We are, we are exposing to the, to thoughts and ideas that will cling to their minds. They're being groomed. I will not be groomed by evilness and perversions. Deuteronomy 6, uh, 2 through 8. Hear, O Israel, the Lord God is one. 
<laughs> you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your te- to your children. You shall teach the word. Don't teach about the word. Don't, that's one of the greatest, you know, uh, issues that I personally, it's a personal dogma of mine, is that we, we make biblical heroes, like, you know, not, they don't know about Samson, they don't know about David, they don't know, we, but they got superheroes with different names, but virtues like biblical characters. No, they need to know the names of our, they need to know who Gideon is, they need to know who David is, they need to know these were real people, these were not, these were not visual people, these, these were, this was biblical reality. The miracles of God are reality. The things that God did in these human in, in these in these men's lives is is reality. Teach them diligently to your children. They should know who the disciples were. They should know that Luke is not a disciple, was, a, was not an original disciple. <laughs> Many Christians don't even know that. And you shall talk of them. When you sit sit in your house, when you walk by the wayside, and when you lay down, when you rise up, when you, you shall buy them. I mean, just amazing. Teach your children. It's up to you to teach your children. Don't give them over to the Moloch system. And I'm going to finish right here. Okay? 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. This is important. And I want you to wrap your mind around this. Okay? I hope I can get this done within the next uh, nine minutes. Listen to what it says. Or 11 minutes. Do not... Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed in the blood. You were sanctified, but you were justified by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, there's transformation in the gospel. But he points out to some very important issues here. Number one, the... The adulterers, nor the homosexuals, nor the sodomites. This is important. This is important because if you look at different translations, okay, the Passion Translation says this. Sure, and I read you the New King James. I preach out of the New King James, but I translate my own. Okay, it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what translation I'm reading from. I will translate from the original Greek myself. Okay, so that's why I sound a little bit different than other people. Okay. Because I don't repeat their translation. I can translate myself. Okay. Watch this. It says this. Surely, this is the passion. You must you must know that the people who practice evil cannot possess God's uh, kingdom realm. Stop being deceived. People who continue to engage in sexual immorality. There it is. Sexual immorality. So, so the Passion Bible goes to the Old Testament sexual immorality. What is missing? What is missing? Okay, sexual immorality, idol- let's keep going, idolatry, adultery, sexual perversion, um, homosexuality, uh, uh, that's all that, that's involved in, in that thing, okay, I jumped ahead a little, here's the American standard, so the passion, the passion just says, hey, people who engage in sexual immorality, that's, that's what it says, okay, American standard says it this way, or know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God, be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor, nor adulterers, nor infeminate, nor abusers of themselves with men. Boom. American standard. All right? The English standard says it this way. 
Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do you not do not be deceived, neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. Okay? Practice homosexuality. Okay? NIV. Or do you not know that the wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexual immoral, nor the idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men. Boom. Okay? The Amplified. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom um, and and have any share in, in the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexual immoral, nor the idolaters, nor the adulterers, nor the... Nor the effeminate, nor homosexual, no, no homosexuals. Okay, the ISV International Standard Version says it this way: You know that the wicked people will not inherit the kingdom of God, don't you? Stop deceiving yourselves. Sexual, sexually immoral people, idolaters, adulterers, male prostitutes, and homosexuals will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, I gave you those translations. Why? What is missing? Well, the original Greek text uses the word sodomites. Okay? Uses the word sodomite. Not one of those translations uses the word sodomite. Those that commit sodomy. Why? Because it makes people's ears bleed. That word sodomite, okay, means this. Okay? An adult male who practices sexual intercourse with another with another adult male or a boy homosexual sodomite a pederast meaning meaning that men that have sex with little boys isn't this what we're dealing with today wait a minute why is that important because many of your translations do not give you a true picture of what the scripture is really telling you. He's talking about the homosexual. The homosexual means those that are effeminate, those that have that, that have tendencies. They like to dress up the drag queens, if you will, the ones that, that are so that are so uh, feminized. They're, they're infeminate. They lean towards femininity. That's a sin when you look like a woman and you're a man as the drag queen. That's a sin. You need to fix that. Men start wearing makeup and, and lipstick and, and, and eyeshadow and, and painting their fingernails and doing all that. That's, that's the infeminizing of men. Why does the world want to infeminize men? Why, does, why, why do they want to feminize and infeminate the men? So the men can't defend anything. The far left don't want... The far left, especially the progressive Christianity... They don't want you standing up to anything. Because infeminate men can't defend a thing. Infeminate men won't produce a family. They won't produce a heritage to the Lord. They won't protect anything. They won't build anything. They die alone and by themselves. Never producing. But this sodomite really gets me. Because if you look at all the standards I gave you, none of them use that word and it is in the original Greek text. It's in the original Greek text. Sodomite. Why? Because it makes people's ears bleed. We are dealing with we are dealing with a grooming process to infeminate the man and turn them into sodomites. Where men are having sex with boys and 
Canamites. What what's a what's a catamite? A catamite is a boy, a little boy that is grooming for older man. That's a catamite. And it's or pederast. They go together. One is being groomed and the other one is the is 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 grooming. That's how it works. A pederast grooms and a catamite is the one being groomed. I will not turn my child over to become a patamite. Being groomed by Disney, be groomed by this world for anything. My children are a heritage to the Lord. Your family is a heritage to the Lord. We must stand up and we must protect the biblical world views of God and family, husband and wife, procreation. Teach your children the word of God and watch God change society. There's hope for those that are brought in, have this, have these these this sin this sin nature running through them and manifest through these problems of homosexuality. Listen, First Corinthians chapter six lays it out for you. Don't be deceived. You know, he says, Hey, you have all these issues. You know, idolaters, adulterers, homosexuals, sodomites, thieves, nor covenants, nor drunkards, nor revilers. And then he says this, and such were some of you. Some of you were like this. Some of you had these problems. Some of you were prostitutes. Some of you were infeminate. Some of you were, he says, but you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord and by the spirit of our God. There is hope in Jesus. He breaks the chains and the bond and the and the and the bond and the bounds that bind you. He takes care of it all. Jesus is the answer. The word of God is the key. And we as parents, we are at we we are the we are at the forefront of our families. Do not turn them over to Moloch. This system that pushes gayness in their movies, that pushes effeminate men right in front of us the lgbtq this woman i mean i I can go crazy on this stuff but but i want to just give you this information because even if you look at your bible you say well pederasty isn't there paul didn't know anything about pederasty well you don't know the word you don't know you don't know the word that he used there did you then it means pederasty and it means catamites it has to do with the child being groomed, the catamite, and it has to do with the pederasty, the one that's grooming. Man, God knows everything. This culture has not surprised God at all. But it's up to us to settle the word of God here on this earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, have your way in our families. Bless our children. Give parents the courage to look at the homework, to question everything that's on their video, on their phones, to question and get rid of and have the courage to get rid of Disney Channel from their home because that is the melting pot. That is the centerpiece of all of Moloch's perversions. Don't make your house a place where Moloch dwells and eats your children. God bless you. We love you. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.